You take the good, you take the bad, you take it all, it's the Plus Crowd with Kate and Brian. With Kate and Brian. You're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Post-Grad with your host, Kate Pierce and Brian Connors. Stay tuned for new episodes coming soon. Hello and welcome to the first official episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Post-Grad podcast. Woo! Yay! Woo! We're happy to be here. My name is Kate Pierce, and I'm so happy with my co-host... Brian Connors, everybody, <laughs> how are y'all doing? How is everybody uh, living post-grad life? I'm doing great. Kate, how are you? I mean, I'm doing great. I'm just dandy, just trucking along, doing my thing. And uh, Brian invited me to start, not even start a podcast with him, but be a guest on the podcast. And I was like, well, what if I helped you like produce it? Like, and then he was like, oh my God, do you want to like, Co-host? Are we about to kiss? I <laughs> just love. I initially had this idea of just we're all texting each other, all of us mass communicators, mass communications majors. That's it. But mass even other people just. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I got the idea from just kind of having conversations with um, post grad people, it, especially in the midst of a global pandemic. Yeah. It's just tough. It's tough. It's such an unprecedented time. Mm-hmm. So there's really no playbook to how to get a job here. And I figured a lot of us mass communications majors, me, you, a few of our other friends that we uh, went to school with, yeah. we're all just having trouble with on no really a fault of our own. And so I just thought it would be great to create a safe space and just kind yeah. of a, just a conversation about it. And with a humorous twist, cause that's all you really can do. Yeah. And Kate's a great editor. So I, <laughs> wanted Kate to edit it because I was like that's a great uh that's a great it that's a great something to have and then I just always even with my radio shows at school I love just conversations with people I love bouncing ideas so the idea of having a co-host just came so naturally and Kate is such a radiant spirit such a great conversationalist thank you such a talented (laughs) mass communications guru that it was no question, obviously, me and Kate had to join forces, Wonder Twin style. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> and put this podcast on for you guys. Yeah, we've been working on this for quite some time. And we've definitely faced uh, a lot of challenges. It's definitely harder than you think. Um, and sometimes, guys, sometimes our audio is going to suck. And I don't know why. I just can't figure it out yet. But uh, bear with us and just uh, forgive us because here's the deal. Here, so here's a little background. Brian Connors and I, Kate Pierce, we graduated from Iona College in May. Go, of 2020, Gales. go Gales in 2020 in May. And we, uh, our last day at Iona was actually in March. Because if you didn't know, there's something called a, a global pandemic happening currently. Um, hence, hence a global, it's happening all around the world, it's affecting every single person. And we were sent home from Iona during our senior year of college. And I don't know about you, Brian, but devastated was an understatement. I was really, really not good with the with that. Uh, and then we had to do the rest of our college career at home, at home in the cold and we couldn't leave. And it was really awful and really dark for quite some time. And uh, that might have been the worst part was that we yeah. really couldn't leave. Like, couldn't leave. you know. It's not even yeah, like we could see tough. our home friends and make it better or anything. 
Yeah, like, yeah, that was tough. I salute everyone, both undergraduate, graduate, high school, elementary yeah. school, that's yeah. doing Zoom University right now, because two two months was more than enough for me. Yeah. More than enough. It's awful. And uh, that was really tough. So we graduated during the pandemic. We had a virtual graduation at home, which I will say was nicer than a lot of the the virtual graduations that I had seen um, from my friend's schools. I will say we had a nice graduation. My family made it extremely special for me. I'm very grateful for that. Um, And we went through the summer and uh, we're both mass communications I always say majors, but we have degrees now, Brian. We have degrees. Yeah, what's and the I, word for that? Like, I, I, what's I have the a word? degree. It's not even, we're not majors anymore. I have a degree and technically it's- We are mass communications degree holders. Yeah, and also it's not even, they changed the degree. It's media and strategic communication. So now it's like, oh, we sound a little more fancy, but it's like a mouthful. It's annoying to say. Um, it's a mouthful too. Sometimes on my- applications sometimes I do revert back to mass communications just because I feel like that's a little easier for people to swallow I do that except I'm like a weird paranoid part of me is like afraid they're gonna do research and be like that's not a major anymore you're lying about your resume (laughs) which is ridiculous but yeah so strategic media and strategic communications whatever it is and basically what that means is there's four sectors to that it's broadcast journalism advertising and PR public relations and Brian and I are both you're you're broadcast right yep I was broadcast I know a lot of people a lot of people used to say that thought that I was journalism because I was the entertainment editor of the Ionian but that was just like a nice little side hustle like I was mainly focused on broadcast and television and production yeah so we just want to remind all of you that are listening like yes we're going to be talking about our degrees specifically but this is not a exclusive podcast anyone can join i personally would like to have a business major or business degree holder on to talk about their experiences post-grad and how uh i think that i hope they debunk this because i don't want to be rude but business majors always get jobs after college and i think it's unfair but i guess it's that's my that's on me i should have been a business major but so uh if you're a business major we would love to hear your opinion um but Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you want to do with your life and um, your dream job and how it's going? Um, my that is so that's such a great question. Thank you. The big um, question. <laughs> my I just really want to do something creative and I want to do something um, worthwhile. One of my main goals is to create stories or create just product, create content that's gonna inspire young LGBTQ kids. Um, so right now I'm kind of at a crossroads about how to do that. Um, originally I wanted to get into television and I still kind of do, but right now because of everything that's going on, I've really been able to explore my talents, explore my passions. And I could kind of segue this mission into um, books, uh, television, movies, um, podcasts, like really anything. So, but my dream job, I would say, would probably working in reality television or children's television. Some, one of those two, those are my like two. (laughs) Those are two very different things. (laughs) The two very different things, but those are my like two. Reality television is definitely my passion. Um, That would be like a very fulfilling job because that's what I love. I love talking about reality television, but then children's through children's media, then I could um, pursue my, 
pursue my like overarching lifelong fulfillment goal of like right. doing something to impact LGBT um, kids. So wonder, like one of the two. I wonder if there's a way you could combine those like children's uh, media and reality TV without it being like toddlers and tiaras. I wonder if there's a way you yeah, could do it. I bet you, oh my Brian, God. you're a force. If I leader. put like, if I put 20 hormonal closeted <laughs> gay kids on an island, oh my God. That, that would, would be so good. That would be dramatic as fuck. I, mean, I would watch maybe. it. Can I produce it? Can I edit it for like, you? Of course, of course. <laughs> Brian, of there course. we go. Right, in, we're brainstorming <laughs> as we go. Oh, Life is one big brainstorm. That's what I've kind of realized. It's time <laughs> off. I always used to buy journals because I loved the idea of journaling. When I was younger, I used to write stuff all the time, which is really kind of what sparked my interest in wanting to be a screenwriter and be involved in television. But through college, through swimming, through just the hustle and bustle of life, I kind of got um, just not in, really into it anymore. I didn't really find the time when I did have free time, I didn't want to. But because of this now COVID pandemic and this all this free time that I'm getting, I've really um, put the effort into journaling again. And kind of, if I have an idea, jotting it down if we're out to lunch or if I'm in the car and I like have an idea I'll like note it right away on Siri it's just life is a constant brainstorm and I think for yeah. us mass communications majors we always got to write something down because then when we're with a friend like in this setting we can say it and then we can bounce ideas off each other and then collaboratively maybe yeah. we can come up with something great yeah I am I'm a huge fan of journaling um especially, I mean, I've always journaled, but especially during this pandemic, I, I took up an entire journal. Like I'm finished with the journal for Christmas. I'm asking for a new journal and new pens. Is that how you know you're an adult? I'm asking. Wow. Yeah. Oh my pens. God. I bought a, I bought a brush the other day from CVS. It was Boom. so adult. <laughs> <laughs> a brush. <laughs> well, I graduated from, I like, I don't know. I'm my brush from school must've gotten lost in the move. And oh, then yeah. I've just been like sharing like two brushes with my three brothers and it's yeah. like okay like Brian yeah. you're 23 like you need a you need your own brush that also happened to me I, I lost a, a brush in the move why is it always the brush oh, yeah I don't know brushes are like stupidly expensive too like I I bought a brush for like 15 dollars why that better be a nice brush it that better was. be like and I lost it in the technology move. that was the one I lost <laughs> in the move. well I'm a big fan total total off topic but I'm a big fan of the wet brush for, for my ladies, even for you, for men, whoever. Oh no, whoever. one of the, um, one of my late girlfriend, lady friends, that sounds like a sex partner. <laughs> um, one, one of my gal pals uh, once let me use her wet brush and I really liked it. It's a fantastic, I have it, you can't, we're not posting video, but if we ever do post a video, I have a wet brush right there. Uh, it's my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, side, that's a side note. Um, so yeah, my name's Kate Pierce, I like wet brushes. <laughs> yeah, well besides, besides your dream of owning a wet brush, which you already fulfilled, what is your dream job? Let's segue that, let's segue to you. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about me. I love talking about myself. Um, <laughs> so uh, as, as Brian is, I am uh, also a holder of a media degree, whatever. Um, I'm also a broadcast major. I am more interested in the like post-production aspect of it. Um, I, I like the like, production, actually doing it. Um, I hate pre-production. I hate it. I'm not good at it. Um, <laughs> so that's why me and Brian are good together. He thinks of like the ideas and the titles for the things that we're going to be posting. And I put them together at the end. I use That literally is so true. I yeah. really like kind of all like that was like, but I never even put it to words. Like we are <laughs> such a good duo like that. I know. Like that is awesome. Wow. Yeah. 
Fun and then twins. and then sometimes like we'll help each other so much we're such a good team sometimes we'll help each other so much that like I had like I think once I had an idea for like what we would talk about and Brian came up with the idea for the theme song and I was like oh we swapped <laughs> so it's been yeah so that but anyway so me uh god okay so I my dream job is to definitely be a he's brushing his hair right now I can't <laughs> So my dream job is definitely to be a video editor. Um, what kind of video? I don't know. I think um, it would be, I really, on a more serious note, really would like to make a difference someday, um, make some sort of impact, whether on a large scale or a small scale. So if it's, you know, working for a nonprofit and creating videos that raise awareness or raise money or do something that means something, um even to like one person i would like to do that for which nonprofit i don't know um if i you know i think my path will be starting somewhere small and hopefully working my way up um so i'm in the process of creating and editing and i have a website now which is fun um it's not good but i do have a website and uh, the pod will be on the website actually which is fun um Love it. <laughs> um and yeah i'm just trying to create and edit as much as possible but it's proven difficult um given you know pan the pandemic and lack of motivation so you know we're trying our best and um at iona i was really really busy all the time i was involved in the radio station i really like radio even though it's not really what i want to do i would do it if i got the chance um I was involved in the radio show, the radio club. I um, was super into theater, was a theater nerd. I love it. So ain't love, we all. <laughs> love my Iona players and I love WICR. Shout out to uh, Joe D if he ever listens to this. I love Joe D. Um, <laughs> we gotta we gotta work on getting some- uh, uh, We should have Joe D on the show. Joe D, uh, Queen Nadine Cosby. Uh, um, don't get me maybe started Maybe Mike <laughs> like we could- uh, we should definitely work on getting um, a few of, of those yeah, we should. of those juggernauts uh, later awesome. down on later down on the line. Yeah, maybe. Along the that, line. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I had two internships, uh, which I loved both of them. I first interned with NBC for The Maury Show, which was a black fart. Sorry about my swearing. Motherfucking blast. That was so fun. Um, <laughs> I was in Stanford. I loved it. I did that for six months or well, I guess a semester. So like what, four months. And then for my entire senior year, I interned at Sirius XM, which was my dream internship. Um, I interned with Michelle Collins, the Michelle Collins show, and I loved it. I worked three days a week. I had to get my butt up at 4am Tuesday, Thursday, Friday and uh, commute to the city. And I loved it. I loved commuting to the city, even though it was early. And I got to be right there while she recorded the show every day. And I got to help with content. It was, okay, I am getting, I miss it so much. I so love, much. I love Michelle Collins. I, she was just on recently, um, my favorite podcast, Bitch Sesh. Oh. Um, it's a Real Housewives breakdown. She was just a guest um, and it was so funny. Like, yeah. it, oh my God, She's I was queen. cracking up. She's a queen. And the whole time I like, was just thinking of you because you're really the only um, lens through I really know her to. Yeah. So like when she was talking, I was like, Kate yeah. Pierce is talking right now. <laughs> she like, 
yes, I learned a lot about radio, but I just learned a lot about life during that internship. Like she is so smart for no That's reason. So like, cool. She's so smart. And she was she just, is like, you, so have funny, you have to be that You have to be really smart and observant. 100%. She's so good at her job. She talks for three hours straight, sometimes by herself and to us. And she's hilarious. And half the time when she was interacting with me, she would just roast me. And I couldn't even be mad because she was so, it was just so true. Like she just wrote <laughs> funny because um, Kate the intern and I miss it all the time and I miss my um, AP and producer Abby and Sierra I love them so much Abby Sierra and Michelle if you want to yes! pick us up for a little uh, for a little online gig or anything <laughs> we all can't intern her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's that's me in a nutshell and I miss my internship and uh, I don't have a job in my fields and I'm looking for one. Here, um, here's a funny question that I kind of was thinking while you were going on your little talk. Um, no, you said no. that you're probably going to start somewhere small. And I think that may be like, and this is a kind of a rhetorical question for all you mass communication specifically out there. Um, but we, it's kind of the un kind of talked about thing where someone like with a business major can go into kind of an entry level job and kind of make a standard entry level every entry level salary that's yeah. going to be pretty uh fulfilling life but then it's kind of the unspoken thing in the media industry where you really do have to start um at the bottom and work your way up working your yeah. way up is possible but you definitely do have to put in the work at a low level position yeah. does that kind of contribute to your anxiety because you're like i know i'm gonna start off small so like i just need something small now so that I can work up because that's my thing. Like I have all these business friends and they're all kind of building up their salaries right now. So like, I feel like if I get an entry level communications job, like next year, then I'm going to be like a full year behind. Yeah. Like, I want to start like putting in my work now. Oh, so start that building I, my that life 401k. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And okay. And you go oh, completely, you know, very much. So I think it's like a lot of the degrees that don't like make a lot of money right off the bat. I mean, I know a lot of don't, but like, especially ours. Um, I had a little interview like over the summer and the uh, person interviewing me said, uh, how is a uh, 15 to $20,000 a year sound to you for full time? And I was like, oh my God no, I can't live off of that. Like maybe at home I could, but like the job was like an hour away from my house. I have to move out. So that was just insane. So it was just, um, I can never personally, unless I found like the jackpot of jobs, I know that someday when I do get a job, especially if I'm living in New York, which is my also my dream, I'm gonna have to get another one, probably waitressing. And that sucks like to think about, like I'm gonna have to like bust my butt. And I know like everyone has to, but like, I know I'm gonna have to get another job. And I know that the other job like waitressing in New York is probably gonna make me more money than the actual job. But I know I have to do it, but it just stinks. Yeah, 100%. Like, I know and I, I, I feel like I would be a bartender if for yeah. my side job. I've yeah. been flirting You'd with You'd be the so good at that. that. I know, right? <laughs> You'd be so good. I think I'd um, want to be a bartender, but I'm just, I'm not trained. And also I've waitressed for so long. So like. I, yeah, it's, I don't have the skill to waiter and waitress. I think it's a very, very important skill to have. And yeah. that's why we all have to tip our waiters. <laughs> yes, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> tip your waiters. 
But um, I think the bartender is where I, because it's a little more, um, a little more lower stakes than waitering. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot more, um, it's a lot, I feel like it's more personable. And I feel like that's where I, um, that's where I shine more. Yeah. I think um, you'd be a great bartender, especially with that hair uh, crushing it. But yeah. I've been flirting with the idea of going back to bartending school um, all pandemic, literally all pandemic. And I, maybe I should ask for that for Christmas. And I think one of these days I'm just going to do it because then once I get into the situation of being in the city, I don't have to do it then. You know, might as well just be, do virtual bartending school from the comfort of my own living room. Yeah. You know what else I really like to do, Kate? What? One goal of mine that I've kind of, I would love to somehow incorporate LGBT media representation into children's media. That's... Over quarantine, I started reading um, young adult novels primarily focused on um, LGBT youth, kind of books that I would have loved to read as a kid. And it's been like liberating. I'd like love reading them. I did my senior thesis on, um, oh, you were in that class with me, Kate. I was, we were in the same class. I did my uh, senior thesis on um, LGBT representation in children's media, whether it be TV, movies, books. I just think it's such um, an underrepresented space and it's so integral to just show that representation as a young age because that's how we learn um, acceptance and equality. So I don't know how yet where um, I could do that. I applied today to a job at Nickelodeon. Ooh, Um, cool. I saved a bunch of jobs at um, Random House and Penguin House Books. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to get my foot in the door in one of those spaces and maybe try and do that. Who knows? Yeah, that sounds, wait, that's really awesome. Yeah, I just, I, that's kind of like a goal that I have in my head where it's like, they say love you, but I just don't know how to mold that kind of idea into a career right now. So I'm kind of still like around and doing a lot of things. It would be really cool if I could, this, I don't even know how to wrap my head around what I want to do, but I know I want to be a video editor or an audio editor or something. I like to edit, I like to put things, I like someone to hand me things and I like to put them together. But I also like to make people feel like a certain way when I edit things together. So like when you said I would want to create like representation in the LGBTQ plus uh, environment, like I would love to edit for you. Like that would be so awesome if I could do that or like, like I want to edit for something that matters. Not, I mean, I know I have to start and like, so I applied for a job, <laughs> I applied for a, job um, a few days ago to this company called Laz Parking. <laughs> it's basically a parking garage company. Like they, what? I recently was in a Laz parking garage. It's funny you say that. So my dad goes, oh yeah, Laz. I was like, what? <laughs> so I applied for a video editing position with Laz Parking and um, they, and it sounds like, I don't know, it's a video editing position. So at least I would get my foot in the door, no. but, um, it, on the application, it said, which I can, it said, must be able to lift 10 pounds, <laughs> work in any weather condition. I was like, oh, 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 oh. oh my God, I'm not my way. Talk about student athlete coming through. I know. Um, but the only thing that, you know, is, you know, not great about it is I've been looking for jobs in New York, but I, the one, here we go. I finally ventured into Hartford, which is where I am near. Hartford is about 20 minutes away. I was like, fine, I'll start applying to Hartford jobs, see if I get something. And someone called me about this and here we go. Here's like a learning lesson. Maybe next week will be different, but 
I applied and I got a call the next day, like within 24 hours from somebody saying, hi, I'm from Last Parking. Like, I know you applied for this job. I'd love to chat with you about an interview. And I was like, heck yeah, I've never gotten a call. I haven't gotten a call yet about an interview. I haven't gotten anything yet. I was like, oh my God, a bite. And then, um, but it was a message because I was at work at a restaurant. I was working, I was serving and I couldn't pick up the phone. So I called him back and I was like, I'm really interested. Not in that tone, you know, I was respectful, you know. Um, I was like, I'm really interested. Please give me a call back, blah, blah, blah. We're playing phone tag, ha ha. Maybe he didn't like my enthusiasm. And he didn't, hasn't called back yet. So I called again today. That was two days ago. I was like, okay, it's been 48 hours. Where are you, Kyle? So I called him again today. And I was like, hey, Kyle. Kyle. Hi. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Kyle, it's me, Kate, again. Um, still really interested. Um, so just give me a call if you still want to chat. And so we'll see. So it's been, it's been a few days. So I don't know. At least I got my foot in the door. And I'm disappointed if he doesn't call. But. I got something. I got a bite. Got a bite. I got a bite. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's really all um, kind of just about getting those first steps. Like now you kind of like got a bite. You kind of like get that got little, a little confidence. Yeah, because the worst part about all this is like, like earlier, like earlier in the month, I applied to maybe like 20 jobs. No response like at all. And like that's the most, I only got a response back from one company it was an event production, live action event production uh, for this wine company. Ooh. Um, oh my God, I know. I was like, Ooh, can you get a discount? Yeah, entertaining wine. Like, that's so my ish. Yeah. And they emailed me back and they just said, like, we're looking for a different skill set. And I was like, Aww. no, like, that's, what? that's all right, wine enthusiast company. Like, I'll it's something. Love wine. It's something. Like, that's the thing is, like, you can apply. I think I've probably applied to over 150 jobs at this point, which is insane. But that's how I probably, I like used to keep track. I don't even keep track anymore. Like I just, what's the point? Yeah. So then it would just be looking at all of these things that I didn't get jobs for. But so I've applied to so many jobs and um, it not only do you not, not only do sometimes you get rejected, you just don't hear back. Like that's just it. They don't say you weren't selected for this position. They just kind of, they leave you on red. They ghost you. That's it. And it wasn't even spooky season when I got ghosted. So I know. I it's been all summer. I literally (laughs) I love NBC Universal so much. I worked for them, but I have gotten ghosted by them. (laughs) I'm do you want a number? I can tell you a number. Hopefully this is exposing myself, but hopefully it'll make other people feel better. 14 times. (laughs) 14. I literally have applied for I think 17 or 18 jobs with NBC Universal so far and some of them are under review but they've been under review for months and i don't like you know not tuning my own horn but i i have experience with nbc like i worked there for six months and still nothing so i don't know (laughs) i don't know man maybe they hated me i don't think so because they asked me to come back so and i didn't um i didn't because why didn't i oh i thought oh because this was the fall of junior year and I applied to Sirius XM for my, for the spring semester of junior year and I didn't get it. And I was like sort of banking on it and I didn't get it. So then the second semester of junior year, I didn't have an internship, which I was upset about, but it worked out because then I did get it for senior year. So I had a semester off. So I have interned three semesters in college. Oh, that's bad. Um, 
That's- yeah. So like, Brian, it doesn't even matter if you have experience because <laughs> they hate you anyway. So, so let me um, just ask you a question because sure. um, you applied to over like 150 jobs. I've applied probably considerably less than you did, but I myself um, having to write so many different cover letters. Like we're, we're in an industry where like we kind of, there's a, so, there's a wide range of positions that we can do with our degree. And it's not like teaching or accountants where they kind of, no matter where they go, they're doing the same job. So they really exactly. only have one cover letter. How do you find yourself? Because I take a shot every time I say I find myself. Um, <laughs> a fun podcast drinking game. Podcast, I can't speak. Podcast drinking game. Kate and Brian, what are the repetitive things we say? <laughs> I found myself having to write a different cover letter for like each job I apply to, one, yeah. as they say, you got to be specific and, you yeah. know, kind of bougie, but also two, um, different, I feel like different things that I've done apply to a different job better yes. than, so like, I'm not going to really share my journalism background with a video editing job. Exactly. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, do like vice versa. So it's like, I have to, and that takes up so much time too, like writing. No, the cover letter is the thing that gets me that takes time, that that's the part of job, like app, applying jobs that takes forever. And when in the, especially in the beginning of applying to jobs, I had a sample cover letter for video editing, for production assistant, for associate or assistant producer, which I know I'm not gonna get, but I applied to them anyway, well, um, for radio production, for um, like I desk assistant, like I have, now that I've applied for so many of them, it's getting easier to apply to jobs because I chant, I, I, S, I, you not, <clears throat> I have a folder called jobs on my computer and it is all of my cover letters. And here's a tip too. SiriusXM told me in a job like, um, what is it called? Like a workshop. When you submit a cover letter, unless it's on Indeed where you copy and paste sometimes, Submit your cover letter in a PDF because it's easier to open and your, your resume too, not as a Word document, as a PDF. So not only do I have all of my Word documents in this folder, I have a copy in PDF form. So I have hundreds of documents um, in this jobs folder. So it has gotten harder and harder, but now, I guess it hasn't gotten harder and harder. It's gotten hard. It's gotten easier is what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it just seems so hard. <laughs> We're doing good. Um, but yeah, I have so many of cover letters and now I have at least one for kind of for each job. Um, but yeah, that would be, uh, I had to switch. I went, but when you apply to a job, you have to reread it, fix the date, like make sure you switch the company. That is, could be a huge one. Um, and then read the whole thing, make sure it makes sense. And a lot of the times too, I was told, make sure your cover letter has um, keywords that are in the application. So when it says like duties or like we're expecting you to, and it says things, try to plug those words in your cover letter because I think sometimes they have like a computer that like matches. So I've tried to do that. And then, um, I don't know, I just, try to make it sound good, try to, I don't know, um, also proofread because at the, I realized recently 
at the end of one of my sample cover letters, my phone number was written wrong. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm such an idiot. It's literally, I like, first of all, the numbers were wrong. And second, the last four digits, there weren't even four. There were three of them. So the number wasn't even a number. <laughs> it was so stupid of me. So definitely proofread because you could be an idiot like me. I want to know what attention seeking female dog or like, uh, you know, <laughs> decided for cover letters. It's like, they're so silly and so everyone effectively hates them. Oh, okay. Also, another funny thing about the job hunt. I don't know if just I'm bitter because I haven't found a job yet, but I find people on LinkedIn so annoying. I are. I always see these posts like, hiring managers like do this as a hiring manager i'm not gonna ghost to my clients and i see so many of those type of messages from so many different people so it's like why am i still being ghosted then why am i still getting ghosted you should respond and be like actually if we as a linkedin community feel so strongly about this why is it still a thing like mm -hmm. oh my goodness do you ever see like people on linkedin they're like i'm they always started out with I'm so proud to announce, or I'm so excited to announce that I have been accepted to blah, 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 position at blah, 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 blah. I'm like, congratulations. Good for you. Thanks. Getting a job. I got a job at so-and-so media conglomerate. I conglomerate. only have kidneys and my firstborn child <laughs> along with a... And it's always like, I make $2 an hour, which is going to be me. <laughs> like, oh my God. I know. That's the like, no money. I'm making all these plans as if like, my <laughs> level media job isn't going to be playing like a toothbrush and like a, a Metro card. Yes. <laughs> it's literally like, and it's, this is another thing that annoys me. Every time I, t I would like, and let's see, let's see if people say it. I want to move to New York city. It has been a goal of mine for my entire life. I will, I, yes, I want to live in Manhattan, not outside in Manhattan. I know it's expensive. Obviously, it's expensive and everything's expensive in New York. I know, but I want to do it. So stop raining on my parade. I know it's going to be expensive. I know I'm going to need three jobs, but I want to do it. I want it all, goddammit. I want it all. <laughs> and I'll be happy. I'll be happy to live in my shoebox apartment. Yes, I will be happy to live in a closet. That's fine, but it's my closet and it's in the greatest city in the entire world. And stop. I love the smell of trash and urine. Yes, please stop. <laughs> Cohen, if you're listening to me, I will work for you for a song and a dance. Nothing I, I will work for food scraps. Please hire me. <laughs> I will work for a do-it-yourself, s'mores fit, <laughs> anything really. I, I'm, at, I'm at the point where like, I'm about to post on Facebook and be like, hey, I can edit, like, send me stuff. I'll edit for free. <laughs> I actually deleted Facebook recently. Did you? No, really? I didn't delete my account, but I deleted off my phone yeah. because I just came to the conclusion that I was spending way too much time just mindlessly scrolling. Yeah. And I tried to go cold turkey with a lot of the apps. That just mm -hmm. wouldn't work. So I just kind of deducted that Facebook was the one offering me nothing of substance. Yeah. It like, doesn't offer anything of substance. Yeah, really. Instagram doesn't really offer me anything, but I do like posting on it. So like that was a yeah. little. And then Instagram also, used to be great, but all of a sudden I don't see any of my friends anymore in my feed. I don't see anything that I want to see. All I see is like 
celebrities that I don't even follow, and every fifth post is an ad. Instagram became bad like 10 algorithms ago. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, we all still have it. Because we're all still hoping that one day, maybe yeah. our Instagram will like really take off. I know. I love posting on Instagram. And here's the thing. I post a lot on Instagram, but I don't care about likes. I'm OCD and I com- I like laying my layout. Like I like if they match and if the colors go and this is so stupid. There can't be too many photos of me by myself in a row. Like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm all about my, my posts could get like a hundred likes. But if it got like 300 comments, I'd be okay. Like, no, I'm, yeah, comments are way worth more. It's all oh. comments are what matters. Oh, yeah. I posted something today and I was really like, I was like, I don't know. It's a picture of me sitting on my bed, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of me saying, it's not risque or anything. I'm literally just like, hey. Um, <laughs> and I got so, so many comments on it and it was so nice. And not, I don't like, you know, I'm not, I don't like, care about it but it was nice it was nice to see you know um the one the apps that give me a lot of joy are twitter and unfortunately tiktok i am i do love the tiktok the talk of the tick brings me so much joy i wish i was like creative enough to like post on it like i just like i don't know i think tiktokers are geniuses really they are they know how to get likes because like some, it seems so simple, but like when I go to like, I've tried, I've tried to make a TikTok and it just like, I don't know if I'm thinking too hard. I don't know if I'm too smart for TikTok. Like I don't, I, it takes some yeah. takes type of je ne sais quoi. I have a confession. I did go viral on one TikTok. You don't know about this? Yeah, it's stupid. It's the stupidest video I have ever made. And it got over a hundred thousand likes and it has 1.6 million views it's this it's so dumb and uh but i'm proud that it got you know it went viral and like you know jason derulo's girlfriend commented on it like people and then it got posted on instagram on these like weird like that advice uh girls instagram or whatever it got posted there i got some hate comments (laughs) so no i swear to you someone's like why do women think they're funny? I was like, ah, oh! <laughs> I was like, I could never be, not that I ever think I would be, but I could never be famous online because I am sensitive. I, someone said one mean thing about me and I was like, oh my God, I can't take the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take the pressure. I'm out of here. I'm out. And yet I still post on TikTok. <laughs> Oh my God. I None of my videos have done as, as, as good as that one, but I did post one today that I'm, I think it's really funny. And now at this point, it's just for my own personal pleasure. Um, but uh, yeah, it's gotten four likes. It's fine. It's a video of, um, <laughs> five likes. Okay. It's a video of, um, so apparently my, when I get intoxicated, my drunk alter ego is a YouTuber. So I swear to God, I found this video on my phone. It was 10 minutes long and I was getting ready for bed after a night with the girls. And um, I videotaped myself getting ready for bed, but as a YouTuber and I'm (laughs) past the legal limit. (laughs) I am like, I'm washing my face. It is, it's really funny. Um, I I thought it was funny. I tweet 
about the live action Beauty and the Beast movie. <laughs> I've realized, um, go scroll through my Twitter if you have the time. And literally when I am like blacked out, I for some reason feel the need to go on Twitter. And it's, it's it, it, they're spaced out pretty. So it's not like I'm actively doing this. I just realized after I recently did it, and someone had told me, they're like, Brian, like you really tweet about the live action Beauty and the Beast a lot. And I'm like, no, I don't. And I went through and it's like three times. And I remember those dates and I was drinking each time. That's hilarious. So, I love that. <laughs> don't, don't watch for slurred speech. Don't watch for uh, right. booziness. Just check my Twitter account. If I am praising Emma Watson, uh, <laughs> And Days in the Sun and... Oh, I love that song. <laughs> so good. It's so good. And also, I loved Kevin Klein's performance. His oh How Does a Moment Last Forever? Oh! I love... I listened to the Celine Dion version, though. Oh, that one? But that... No, that one's out of the park. Out of the park. Like, you can't touch that one. Sometimes I'll watch and I'll just skip to the end credits. They're all dramatically like... Oh, the end is the best part! <laughs> It's so amazing. It's it's so good. And when Cogsworth, like, because he's, like, really famous, right? And he, like, oh, oh, my God, I get chills. I get chills thinking about it. Oh, mm -hmm. it's so good. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Oh, maybe I'll watch that tonight. <laughs> Special at this bonus episode, we drunkenly review the live-action Beauty of the Beast. That's good content. That is amazing content. Write it down. <laughs> We're doing that. This is called on-air producing. A producer's job never stops. Never stops. <laughs> never stops. Uh, we probably should stop talking about ourselves, right? Yeah, I guess we should go back to helping people. But yeah. what were we even talking about? I don't even remember. We were talking about applying to jobs, cover letters, how tough it is. Oh my God, cover letters and just like, oh God, okay. I guess this podcast could also be just like a live update. Like, where are you in your job application thing? Like, maybe next week I'll let you know how, if I ever got a call back from Kyle or, you know, I, what, you know. I'm on the edge of my seat regarding Kyle. Um, Me too. <laughs> I actually do have a Kyle on Tinder that I kind of want to call. Ooh, that's so, okay. Kyle, if you're out there. Uh, hey, Kyle. So that, on that note, I say we wrap things up, you know? Yeah, I think we should stop talking about ourselves. Even though we did give a lot of good tips. I think so. You want, you want just the tips? <laughs> <laughs> you want more? You got to come back and watch. <laughs> okay, well, I hope everyone enjoyed this first episode. Um, we shout out to all the media majors trying to find jobs. If yeah. you had a job, although I hate you, I support you and yeah. I hate you. I want to even be the business majors. I still I hate you, but uh, good for you. You chose the correct major. Should have been a business major. Oh, you know? yes. I. You know what? That's a topic for another time. That I is a topic. Scom should have offered a few business courses, but I'll stick. Right, because they intertwine sometimes. Like marketing and advertising are so hand in hand, I think. I don't know. Well, that's a topic for another day. We'll write it down. <laughs> As you can see, there's just so much juicy content that we mm -hmm. have to stop ourselves. Yes. Uh, so on that note, uh, any final words, Kate? No, I think that uh, we'll continue the advice and just know that this isn't just for media majors, but it's welcomed for anybody who's, who's in the job search, but this is specifically our experience in the media field. With that being said, that is the end of our first episode and we are so jazzed. 
so jazzed to be here. Um, In the name of the prom, Netflix is the prom. We are not jazzed. We are zazzed. <laughs> we are zazzed. So, That's a very niche musical theater joke, but get ready for a lot of those here. Get ready for a lot of those. Maybe we could do a whole segment on college theater and have, we could have like someone from the players come on. That could be fun. Constantly, but I think if we want to do a little tease, I think we definitely yeah. have some players down the line. Oh yeah, we do. Actually, all of them. We have some guests coming our way um, that I think you will be super interested about, and we'll give a little uh, sneak peek. So in a few weeks, we're gonna have a guest. She is, she's the talk of the town. She loves all things Disney, and what else? She's also a mass con graduate so I'll give you that that's the that's the hint you probably already know what it is or who it is uh, <laughs> what it is um but yeah so you can listen obviously to our podcast on Spotify on our website we have an anchor website and we will be posting Woo! on our Instagram it's called good bad postgrad good bad postgrad follow us on Instagram and uh if you ever have any suggestions DM us. We would love to hear your suggestions. What do you want to talk about? You want to come on the show? DM us. We would love to hear from you. And yes, uh, we want to hear from all perspectives, all people who are in the postgrad life, whether it's Struggle Bus City or we would love to congratulate you and pick yeah. your brain if it's going really well. Yeah, like anyone so, across the board who has a story to share, we'd love DM to. Us. Yeah, so please stay tuned. Next episode, we're going to be talking about various odd jobs that we have taken part in. So different ways to make some weird money. So make sure you stay tuned for that. We have loved having you here. I am Kate Pierce. And I'm Brian Connors. And we will see you next week on The Good, The Bad, and The Post-Grad. <laughs>